Good thing, yeah. Good thing you shuffle that. We wouldn't want to get all the uh, Benedict Cumberbatch sponsors up top. We can't have all the Benedict Cumberbatch sponsors all together. We got to space them out. Yeah. <laughs> what would happen if they all just every time? That's what Benedict Cumberbatch requested. So that's a Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. All right. You ready? You want to start the show? I'd say so. All right. Biscuits and gravy. Hello, boys. What does LP stand for? Lizard people. Nazi whale margarine pirates. So far, I've had seven McRibs. Bullabuck. Pole pot pie. I'm the prognosticator of prognosticators. <laughs> like a slaughterhouse sangria? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I recently had to explain what a slaughterhouse sangria was to somebody. And uh, I can tell you, out of all the things we've done, Vincent Foti, that might be the most divisive. <laughs> Not everyone's on. You know, and, you know, the slaughterhouse sangria is a slippery slope, you know? It's turned on Asian. You never know what it's going into. You said that you had to describe what it was to somebody? Yeah, as if somebody Why? didn't know what it was. I mean, what situation could you possibly have been in where you had to describe what a we slaughterhouse sangria was? We were getting drinks. Remember we had that milk rum punch in Vegas? Where yeah. They take rum. Got listen, Ladies and gentlemen, biscuits and gravy, gravy gals, biscuitiers alike. I think all of our listeners know what a you milk pull, rum punch is. You pull it through. It turns like rum into cream soda and you get lit. Yeah. Yeah. So it makes ha- it sweet, too. It does. It's yeah. so good. It pulls, it's... like, the bitterness out of it. Which I tried to do it at home, and I just put milk in rum, and I could tell you that was not good. You're not supposed to just put milk into no, rum. That's not it... how it works. There's, like, a whole thing oh, that you have to do. It's Lordy. like There's, like, science involved in it. I'm not a big fan of it. It's called milk washing. So somebody was eating... Which is like Garden. whitewashing, yes. but with milk. Or money laundering, right? It's just inside the rum. That's what all distilleries are, right? They're not really making money. Okay, so you were... Someone was eating garlic dip and drinking, and I said, man, don't you wish that you could just have a savory alcoholic drink at the same time, right? And they said no. And they said, that is disgusting. <laughs> and I was like, okay, but don't you like... Like you're eating at the same time. Don't you, you like it. slaughterhouse sangria? Is what you said to them. I was very surprised too because guess who it was? It was front of the show, Angie the Diva. Wait, you were having this conversation with Angie the Diva? Yeah, and she thinks that not everyone wants slaughterhouse sangria in their lives. Okay, well she's wrong. Yeah, I know. And more about that later on the biscuits and gravy show. <laughs> So if you're listening to this and you want Slaughterhouse Sangria in your life, give us a call, 808-873-3435. It's a sangria, except instead of, like, fruit, it's meat. (laughs) (laughs) Which is just as good, if not better. Arguably better, right? Yeah. You know what I want? I want, like, a spicy tequila drink, and instead of salt on the rim, I want, like, ground up... Uh, Chicharrones. <laughs> Can we get that? They do that over at E. Colu. Oh, for a sweet. while they had. I think it was at E. Colu, or it might have been at um, Lineage. Lineage had fried. Lineage chicken Lineage had skin. a drink that came with a fried chicken skin as like a garnish. Yes, that's the gateway garnish, and then before you know it, you're slipping up just sloppy buckets of slaughterhouse angry. Yeah. Well, I've got, I've got a bunch of. Chicharrones over here. Mm, the carb free baby, it's keto. Yeah, that's uh. Whenever you're doing keto, yeah. it's always chicharrones are the way to go because you can eat like a whole bag of chicharrones yeah. at zero calories. I don't love also, the, the ones diet. that I have right now are tahine flavored. Tahine. Do you guys know what tahine is? If is you're that, gonna Google it, it's like T A J I N. 
Well, is we're not on like, the radio. Is that like Vagine? It's like, yeah, it's a it's a Tijuana Vagine. <laughs> it's a tahine. It's like spicy, ultra salty lime. It's like, right? yeah, it's like citrusy, mm. spicy. It identifies as citrus. Goodness. You're a sultry citrus right? boy. And so if you want, what are you drinking, a Manhattan over drinking there? drinking all the Manhattan. I can, <laughs> yeah, Chuck's drinking right now because we're in the bunker. Don't be, don't be bitter. It's time for Drunker it. in the Bunker because <laughs> we are not at KAKU, so don't call us. No, like I, previously I mean, stated. call us at 808-877-3435. And then Spiru Agnew is going to answer the phone. And tell you to leave a message, or maybe Tony will answer. I don't know. <laughs> We're <laughs> if they if they play this on the radio. Hey Tony. Now you know what? I think this is going to be like an online only episode. No, we're going to release this when we're on, I'm on all the vacations. I have like 10 more vacations planned this no. year. No. Welcome to Fastcast. This is the Fast and Furious podcast. I'm your host. <laughs> I'm your host Vince Fodi. Is that your name of the Fastcast? I'm um, <laughs> I'm your host Vin Fodi. <laughs> And we are live at the Fast and Furious uh, Red Carpet Awards. Yeah, the Red Carpet Awards. The carpets were white, but I started flossing. Uh, <laughs> I got blood everywhere. Uh, so, yeah, uh, today is Sunday. It's the day Fast and Furious 10 came out two days ago or something like that. On yesterday the or on two the third days day ago. it rises. Yeah, and so I just literally, just like an hour ago, I just saw the new Fast and Furious movie. So mm. this is a big celebration this is a big momentous occasion for the fast cast so this is where i this is the podcast where i uh much to chuck's chagrin i'm all chagrined up over here <laughs> describe uh the fast and furious movies to him frame by frame <laughs> <laughs> one i chuck i live my life one quarter mile at a time oh my god is that a quote from your ridiculous movie Oh, well, it's not my movie. It's Vin Diesel's movie. Okay. No, I'm not Vin Diesel. I'm Vin Fodi. How long until I'm the car... Vin Biodiesel? How long <laughs> until they have electric cars in Fast and the Furious? I don't think that they'll ever have electric cars in Fast It'll and the Furious. It'll be like slow and the pleasant. So, Chuck, you know that uh, this is the tenth installment in the Fast and Furious main franchise. Yes, there are, of course, the the Calvin and Hobbes, right? Is the, the side? That's it's not Calvin. And Hobbes. That's where they the tiger races cars. It's Hobbs and Shaw. That's okay. where they they go to like Tonga or something. They go to Thailand for underage prostitutes. No, because the rocks in that one. So they go to they go to Tonga or Samoa or something like that. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And then also another Pacific Islander, Jason Momoa. Oh, Jason Momoa is the star of Fast and Furious Ten. I want some Momoa or him. Fast X. Oh, so I, this oh, installment, this movie was called, it's like F10 for Fast 10. Yeah. For, uh, which is yeah. short for The Fast and the Furious Part you 10. F10, son of a bitch. And when I went to the movie theater, I sat <gasps> in seat F10. Oh, no way. Yeah. Wow. I was like, there was like, there was like one available seat. The stars aligned for you, man. And it was F10. And I sat in F10 and I was so happy. It's like, so Jason Momoa, <laughs> okay. all right. He, first of all, so sexy. Handsome. Right? He's a very handsome man. He's a man. very handsome man. Friend and of the show, Jason Momoa. Friend of the show. <laughs> Hawaii boy. He, you had a, yeah, he's a, he's a hometown hero, local yes. fan favorite. Uh, he plays a flamboyant supervillain. Amazing. I hear this is the role of a lifetime it w- <laughs> for everybody involved. Well, anytime you are in a Fast and Furious movie, it is the role of a lifetime. Yeah. See, Fast and Furious Obviously. movies are like making bread. The first nine times, you don't nail it. But the tenth time you try to make bread at home, 
You get a really good flamboyant evil guy. That first Fast and the Furious movie, that's like your starter dough. <laughs> that's like your your sourdough starter. And yeah, then but and then 10 20 years later, cuz I mean literally this movie franchise started like 20 years ago, right? Yeah, so now it's, it's so like San now, Francisco sourdough. So now bread. I think it's the first I think the first one came out in like 2001. So now that mother starter dough has evolved into <laughs> yeah. something brilliant and yeah. like all these all these celebrities are blooming. It's like Charlize Theron is in there. Oh, hold on. Charlize Theron's in these movies? Wait, you didn't know that Charlize Theron's no, in No, I the... love Charlize Theron. So you got Vin Diesel. Okay. You I mean... got Charlize Theron. What? You got The Rock. Right? <gasps> you got Jason Momoa. You got, what's his name? The British guy from Transporter. Uh, whatever. What's yeah. his name? From Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. <laughs> Jason Statham? Jason Statham. Okay. Who's amazing. Right, and then he comes in. He he's been in like the last like three movies or something like that. Because he's he's and Calvin the rest you got, Hobbs, you got right? Luke, he's Shaw. He's Shaw. Okay, so he's not Hobbs. So he's Calvin, I guess. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> according that's, to you. He's are there Calvin. any other Reformation or anything else going on? <laughs> Jason Statham is Calvin, and he there's all. It's also um, ludicrous. Ludacris. Ludacris is in it. In the last movie, they like went to space. You got to get on board with the Fast and Furious movies. There's okay. some people that like it non-ironically, it's and right. Christians they like flip it. On the the movie poster for this movie is just like Dominic Toretto's like cross medallion. All right, so it's good. It gets that like funky religious crowd, and then, <laughs> and then we call this... it the Eos Mios yeah. crowd. Hi, <laughs> Dios mio. Oh, um. So so Christians love it. People who like f- cars and souped-up trucks love it. Okay. Pacific Islanders love it because it's I got mean, two clearly, Pacific yeah, Islanders. And souped-up souped trucks. But that's Charlize Theron. That's talent. And people who like Charlize Theron. Like I it. like Charlize so, Theron. I know you like Charlize Theron um, because she was in your favorite, favorite movie, Charlize, Charlize in, in Charge. Charge. That's right. There's a new girl in the neighborhood, and she makes you live downstairs. Long-time place. listeners of Biscuits and Gravy will remember Chuck's favorite show, Charlize in Charge. Yeah, Charlize in Charge. That's where she's a dominatrix, and I live in her basement. I think that's a dream that you had. I don't <laughs> think that was a real TV show. Hold on. Is that, you're telling me that the, the TV show where the, the Williams sisters are like eight feet tall and playing tennis and make me have sex with them? Yeah. That's not a TV show. It's I don't think that was a real TV show either. Uh-oh. Wait, that didn't happen during the 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 Masters event <laughs> or what? I mean, <laughs> is the tennis thing? Is there a Masters isn't for it tennis? Also, Cause, hold on, because the golf. Hold on, the, hold on. The golf thing they is call called it the Masters. The <laughs> they call it the Masters. Well, like. Every, Golf. Sp- every old rich people every sport dominated by white people to be the best master yeah of course what do you think they're gonna call it the plantation series i mean that's like i like plantation tea better than arnold palmer well arnold palmer I was, not sure. was one of the masters oh what and he <laughs> so how for, long until we get rid of that for those of you listening on the mainland oh yeah did plantation tea get canceled yet they should just call it like no, Hawaiian the Masters. Man. No, oh, well, you're not allowed to say Master Bedroom anymore, right? I mean, but I have a Mastercard. Oh, there's still Master Bath. Are they gonna cancel Mastercard? I mean, only mine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All righty. So in this ep- in it's this new one, so Jason Momoa for Manhattan. Ah. In 
Jason Momoa is channeling. All right, like the best way I can describe <laughs> it you're is so excited. The best way I can describe Chuck, this movie is twenty years in the making. Twenty years okay. in the making. The best way I can describe it is um, John Travolta in Face Off. Okay, you know how he's kind of like. I mean, like, I love that movie. He's kind of, he's kind of like the ghouls come out. Oh wait, don't <laughs> we have a Face Off? All right, you find it. I'm gonna make uh, a Manhattan. <laughs> that's the other part of it. That's the. We other, should have a Nick Cage. That's Nicholas. That's Nicholas Cage for Cage Free Eggs. That's how that's, you like. Ah! That's right. right. Nicholas Cage's cage free eggs. I'm bringing all those jokes back, baby. Uh, that was one of your toes. jokes. I have such small toes. Why are your toenails painted? I always paint my toenails to match Daisy's toenails. <laughs> <laughs> Daisy is your dog. Daisy is my dog, on. and I match my toenails to her toenails. It's funny because uh, for St. Patty's Day, they were green. And uh, when you have green toes, people think you're gross, and disgusting. Oh, people think that your that you your toes are falling off, or you have yeah. gangrene, or so now fungus. I have like shiny blue. For Fourth of July, I got America on my toes. Okay, and that covers up the foot fungus yes. that you do have. Because <laughs> well, make no all, mistake, you do have toenail foot fungus. I do, it's but like, now people just can't see it. Nope. I don't think I do have have fungus down there. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> All right, we'll pause it, and then I'm gonna, I think I'm going to make a drink also. We're only 15 minutes. So Peter the Great wanted to introduce a beard tax because people were getting fleas? Yeah, and also it was a way he thought to unite the country. And he's like, oh, like we, this like big beards are Well, that's also a way to get rid of like fleas and stuff too. Yeah, so he, his because way Because you know modernize. like in the U.S. we used to have a big crabs problem. Yeah. And that. That's that, what burkas are, dude. That issue has plummeted. Yeah. Like the rate of people, people having crabs because now everybody their shaves their pubes. pubes. Which yeah, how is, often do you shave your pubes? How often do I shave my pubes? Probably Three like, times a year. Three times a year. Yeah, I let it grow out pretty thick in between. No, I shave my pubes probably like every other month. If you shave your pubes three times a year, it's such a gift because it makes it look a little bigger. But yeah, I shave it three times a year. I get it grow it out until the lady gets angry, and then I wait a couple months and I shave it. <laughs> for it's hard to believe that Christy could find you any more disgusting. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> unbelievable. Actually, that's why we have separate bathrooms. But when you got the Zohan bush going. <laughs> So I always thought the way that Peter the Great people listening to this are going to be like, how did they get into this? Because we I we stopped it when we were talking about like, oh yeah, that's right, we were talking about, <laughs> and then we picked uh, up Fast and Furious. We were and it's talking about Fast and John Furious. Travolta in Face Off. Hold on, I still have to play the. Hold on. <laughs> you get looking. Okay, so that's okay. <laughs> so that's John Travolta. I'll bring in it face back off. into Russian oligarch pube beards later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it was a way to modernize the country, and it helped them get into the Industrial Revolution because people were shaving more. They were buying more steel, so they created more jobs, and it created more of a capitalist economy where people were buying more and more. But the benefit was getting rid of the fleas. But here's the thing. He put a tax on the beard, so then rich people that had disposable income, beards became a sign of wealth. So it actually started dividing the nation up. You know what's divisive? Fast and the Furious movies. Some people <laughs> Slaughterhouse Angry. When they killed off Han, how did you feel about when they brought back Han? Han's Christopher Walker. <laughs> In like the fourth movie or something like that, they killed off Han. Who plays Han? Um 
the guy that plays Han. Ludacris. La- no, Han is an Asian guy. Oh, that makes sense. And you mean, he's not Mongolian? <laughs> no, and th- that's Hun. That's a different character in Fast and the Furious. He's in Fast and the Furious 11. So they killed off his character, but people liked his character so much. They brought him back. That they they just kept making movies with him in it, and they're like, oh, these movies happened before that movie where Except Han they dies. have newer cars. So they, they just have to keep retconning and saying that all these other, this big gr- there's like three or four movies that are supposed to take place before he Han dies. dies. And then they're like, we're just not going to kill off Han. So then they had to go back and retcon it because Jason Statham, his what character. Retcon? What does kill, retcon mean? Uh, retroactive continuity. So okay. when you retcon something, that means you go back in like a story and change it. And we're like, oh, that's how it always was. Oh, he didn't die. Did they just mean it look like he died? Yeah, so so Jason Statham's character killed Han, but then they went back and they were like, oh, he didn't actually kill him. Han escaped at the last second before the car blew up, and he's been alive this whole time. But they still made movies after he died saying that the movies took place before he died. Well, that's what they said, but... <laughs> you feel the same way about Fast and Furious movies as I do about Terminator movies, where I know that I love Terminator movies. You're a Terminator movies. apologist. I love Terminator movies. So many, There's so many garbage I Terminator movies. I understand why they make a movie and then the movie's not that good, and they're like, that one doesn't count. <laughs> that's in a different universe. Yeah, so that's what retcon is. When you when you go back and you're like, actually, that didn't really happen. Yeah. Oh, because that's the yeah retcon. Movies can a, do that. It's just an industry term for retroactive. Producers continuity. can do that too. Producers are always like, that didn't happen. They do that in comic books and comic book movies a lot. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, mind blowing. They have to. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, where, where did this guy come from? Oh, he was always. I there. don't understand. Baby and they did Yoda's the same. Age. And then they did the same thing with. So so then they eventually brought back Han, and it was like, oh, Han's been alive the whole time. Oh, by the way, Han. Han's an Asian character, and uh, his last name we find out is Solo, but it's oh. it's Seolo, so it's like Seoul, the capital of, of Korea, of North Co- South Korea, yes. <laughs> the good get Korea. Your, get your Korea. <laughs> so it's Seoul. O, like dash O-H. His name is Han Solo. That's a nice little joke. For, for you fast heads out there. Debatable. Welcome back to the FastCast. I'm the, your host, Vince Fodi, and we're talking about Han's character. Now, also, in the, so at the end of Fast 9... Okay, <laughs> I want to talk about Russian oligarch you can beards. Le- you can leave read a sponsor. Today's show is underwritten in part by David Spade's Spades. Let Joe Dirt help you with Yo Dirt. Today's show is brought to us by Pete Townsend's Townhouses. Let his love open the door to your house. <laughs> Pete, and, Townsend's. Uh, Pete Townsend's mobile homes for when you're going mobile. I'm going mobile. <laughs> Check Funding the machine, for the biscuits and gravy. Toast and tea. I'm going mobile. Comes in part by Margaret Thatcher's Roofs. Margaret Thatcher's Roofs. Need a new roof? Get a Thatcher. Thatcher. The Fast Cast is brought to you by Steven Tyler's hand-carved arrows. We need a quality arrows. Trust an Aerosmith. Today's show is under in part by Harvey Feierstein's Grill Lighters. When you think flaming, think Feierstein. Think Feierstein. <laughs> so at the end of Fast 9, right, we see... Jason Statham is in a garage and he's punching a punching bag, right? Okay. And the punching bag is going, mm-hmm. and then we find out that there's a, a a guy inside the punching bag that he's like Danny DeVito. Up. It's Danny DeVito, <laughs> and he slurms out of it like he's like the couch. Yeah, dude. Slurms. Slurm is like a good verb. I mean, slurm 
in Futurama is a noun. Yeah, it's a proper it's noun technically because like it's the name of a soda. But people don't say photocopies; they say they say Xerox. No, but to to slurm is like like well, it's slur- a good it's a good verb. I've kind slurm of slurm sounds like I've a kind of appropriated festival. that word and turned it into no. It sounds <laughs> it's like what a like what a slug does. It like slurms its way across the ground. Mm, I'm like a slug. I have a trail everywhere I go. Destruction. Yeah. Well, no, a you leave like a a trail of. Secretion, toe fungus. Yeah, you are secreting stuff. Uh, Actually, <laughs> can you put like a a, a towel down before I you sit on my couch? You about my toe fungus in confidence. <laughs> we we find out that there's somebody in Jason Statham's punching bag, right? And then there's a knock on the door, and who is it? it turns out it's Han. Han Solo. And then that that cuts to the end, right? Like that's that's like the the post credit scene. In oh, Fast Nine, wow. and then they work that back in in the new movie. So they're in London, and like they're every they're like the government's looking for them, and they need a place to hide out. So then Han knocks on the door, and it's Jason Statham, and they like revisit that scene. So it was a really cool way of cutting it back together. In the original Fast and the Furious, Vincent Foti, what were they stealing? Weren't they stealing TVs <laughs> that had VCRs attached to them? It was like Panasonic DVD TV combos. Okay. Remember those? One of the Fast and the Furious is eight or nine. They were on ice bricks with submarines in the Arctic. How did yeah, that Yeah, there was happen? like a nuclear submarine. Yeah. So I forget. Was it full of a nuclear family or was it uh, a different Fast and Furious Nuclear family. family. You know, family. The, whole, the whole movie franchise is all about family. Yeah. That's like the number one thing. Does Olive Garden have to pay for that? <laughs> I don't. I feel like Fast and Furious is the Olive Garden of movies. Well, it's yeah. When you're in the Fast and Furious, your family, yeah, and they they have unlimited breadsticks. They do. That's Vin Diesel, <laughs> and, Vin, a, Diesel and is, Vin Diesel is breadsticks in this analogy. And, and Vin Diesel looks like a breadstick. He is a. Breadstick. He looks like a breadstick with muscles. Yeah, that's the salt. <laughs> just little bulbousy. Actually, if you're eating them. muscles, breadsticks are so good because you See? dip them in the sauce. Oh that's my god, cooking and comedy, bro. That's so. The show is so deep. That's so good. We're layered like a five like dipping the burrito. dipping the the bread in the mussel sauce is mm. the best part of eating and by the sauce we mean mostly butter. So this is a cooking and comedy podcast. Here, let me play the song. Cooking and comedy, watching stuff on TV, porn and conspiracies, biscuits and gravy. Oh, porn, eh? Porn and conspiracies. I don't have anything for Morningwood except the fact that um my. My alma mater, you'd be very proud to hear this, Chuck. My alma, alma mater, were you Temple, Magna Cum Rag Laude? Te- uh, Temple University yeah. is the college that I went to, um, who our most famous alumnus was Bill Cosby. Oh, wow. So there you go. Mm. Um, but <laughs> Temple University, uh, they're offering a, a porn studies class. Oh, and are we they're teaching gonna, that? They're going to study pornography and uh, its effect on society and its role in culture. Mm. And so I was very proud to hear that. I think, like, the good part about... Everyone, people talk about the bad part about pornography. But, like, the good part about pornography... I don't understand. That, What's the bad part of pornography? Is that, well, you know, some people say that, like, you should be connecting with a real human being. No. But I say, like... It lets you connect My wife is so happy for, for the porn. fact that pornography exists. It's so good. Because can, it allows can... us to leave them alone. Yes. I mean, sometimes. <laughs> I like the ASMR part of porn, though. I like like the like the listening what? part of it. I don't, I'm not into ASMR. Dude, that's why you got to get an Oculus Rift. 
because uh, like when you have sound? the Oculus, when you're watching VR porn, like the sound is like right in your ears. They should have a Quidditch VR game, by the way, because you know what? They have like the, that new Harry Potter game came out. And they didn't have a Quidditch part of it? Are you kidding me? I don't think there's like a Quidditch part what of it. I don't think there's like a Quidditch game out there, but on Oculus Rift, there's this game. I forget what it's called, but you like, it's kind of like Quidditch, but there's no broom. Like you're actually like flying around in three dimensional space and you're trying to throw this ball through like a ring and it's like a three on three sport game. And it's actually super fun. They have to make a porn And that would be perfect for Quidditch. I'm really disappointed that there's no VR Quidditch game. That would be super good because hmm. I was like, there's got to be a VR Quidditch game, right? And then I went and I looked and there, there's not one. So Why kinda... do witches wear sun brim hats if they're always out at night? Why do they wear the big wide brim hats, Vince? That's a great question. Yeah. What's with the brooms? What do they need? Well, do you want another real answer for that? I mean, it's because they're, you know they're tripping on mushrooms. No, it's because the people that were accused of being witches were just lesbians. Oh, and so like they live in a coven, like lesbians are living together, and so riding a broomstick is like you know instead of having a man, they they're riding the broomstick. Oh, and they I all, wondered if like I thought they were just cleaning the house a lot with their brooms, and they're all ugly. <laughs> and <laughs> oh shit, I heard werewolves were also women that they're different people, at different stages <laughs> of the moon. So you think? <laughs> You think where the werewolves come from women? Uh, where, yeah, yeah like, because you know their cycles follow the moon. Yeah. And then they they turn into raging beasts. Yes, absolutely. That's misogynistic. So is werewolf so, is well, werewolf they could massage this dick. Are werewolf <laughs> stories misogynistic? I don't know or what I did hear another thing about I think, here. Wait, I, mean, I think everything's meme. misogynistic, isn't it? I think so. We had like thousands of years we had like 10,000 years of being in charge and and dominating okay, the culture all, and the oral history so I feel the same way about women that I do about robots I want them to take over I'm mad that the robots man, it's the AI robots they're not succeeding at cooking us food they're the ones doing art and poetry I want them to be making me cheap burgers at home I know we have the ability to let robots do all of our stuff and we can just sit back and like have drones delivering us our food and everything. And why are why we haven't come together as a society and demanded this is beyond me. Okay, and first of all, this is why I get mad about politics. They're like, oh, can you believe that people just want to sit home and do nothing? First of all, yeah. we have record amounts of unemployment. We just have a labor Literally shortage. everybody wants Second to sit all, home. No one wants to work. If you want to work, as people People you say work. nobody wants to work anymore. No one has ever wanted to work. People don't want to work, Vincent Foti. I heard peasants. I heard serfs. If you do what you love. Have more free time than we do. You know what they say. If you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Well, and that's I like why, getting stoned and getting tanned in my backyard listening to John Prine. Well, that's why I love unemployment. <sighs> Where are we going to go? Oh, Vincent Foti. Oh, I have to I rant about Willow later. Where are we going to go? I don't know. Sweden or some, somewhere that has uh, universal basic income. Yeah, so they also don't get taxed that much more. And you know, I, I don't understand why conservatives are against universal basic income. I don't understand why anybody is against well, it. Like, all the states that are against we can clearly, welfare uh, we can get clearly more money afford, from the government. Yeah. Like Kansas is against like it, those, is against welfare, but they receive like New York, Connecticut, and Colorado just pay for all the dumbass redheads. Yeah, California is is like 
subsidizing Kansas's existence. Yeah, actually, all of the Mimal states, all the way down at the left and right. Mimal? Yeah, dog. Minnesota, Iowa, Montana, Montana, Alabama, and Louisiana. All those states that go up and down the uh, Mississippi River, Mimal. All the Midwest, and then all the states. I have never. I have never heard the term mimal. Yeah, dog. Did you just make that up? No, dude. Isn't the... mimal goes west? <laughs> I, you know I want to do a movie about the leprechaun. Leprechaun going west. goes west. Come on, man. Yeah. Longtime listeners of the Biscuits and Gravy Show will remember that leprechaun goes west. Speaking of leprechaun, trademark. We're gonna write that script. Disney is because he's a always looking flight. for his gold. And what happened in California in the in the eighteen seventy six gold rush? This in 1879. Yeah, write this movie. What was what's the name of the football team? The 49ers. The 49ers. Bro, That's on. it. It was 1849. Is that Chuck stuff? The knowledge buffalo. Did I just win the question of the day? <laughs> boom, baby. I'll, I said boom. I'll let you bank that trivia question. Mm, baby, spank, bank. Because uh, I I have a feeling you're not going to get some of the ones coming up later on. <laughs> I got to talk about Willow and Disney later. I'm very upset, Vincent Fodi. Willow and Disney? Yeah. No. All these streaming can talk about We can talk about Disney. Are cutting TV shows so, and they're taking Willow so off of Disney Plus. It's because you're literally the I'm only the person only that watches person Willow. I'm the only person that watched Willows. <laughs> and you just called it Willows? Yeah. I think I'm the only person. Willow. Willows. Was Val Kilmer in Willow? He was in it, and then they tr- they tried to get him to be in this show, but he's like barely. They had in to it. retcon him as a paraplegic. <laughs> <laughs> he fell down a well, <laughs> and he's just still in it. So it's just his voice at the bottom <laughs> of the well. I'm not kidding. He did go into like another world hole. So they just when they talk to him, it's just a voice coming from the hole. He's Wait, like, that's I not true, is it? Yes, it is. That's oh my why it's God. Are you I think kidding it's his me? Son doing its voice though. Oh my! Have you seen the documentary goodness. about him that came out like two years ago? Yeah, it's tragic. It's very tragic. It's so sad. Um, speaking he went of to Disney, Juilliard with Kevin Bacon. Do you know that they made a, a Peter Pan and Wendy movie? Yeah, I'm, dude. Also, and it was used. Uh, and pardon the pun, but it was universally panned. Yes, this is a terrible it's movie. It's currently sitting at about a four on IMDb. Yeah, and also, so it's it's supposed to And it's to got make... Jim Gaffigan plays Smee. Yeah. Which is like, first of all, you love Smee. I do. You love Smee as a and character. love Peter Pan and jokes. And you love Peter Pan jokes, and you love Jim Gaffigan. And, and it's and terrible. And we love Jude Law, and Jude Law plays Captain Hook. Yeah, and apparently... So like, we make, should love this movie, theoretically. But the movie makes... Jude Law as Captain Cook seem more appealing. Not Captain Cook. Captain Hook. There Captain <laughs> Hook Captain, brings you down. Captain Hook. Captain Hook just like abused little kids or whatever. I mean, Captain Hook, Cook. Hook or Cook. Captain Cook raped Native Hawaiians. <laughs> Hawaiians. 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 Um, this movie, and also, you know what? Not only did they make the movie bad so that the leftists would hate it, they also made. Tinkerbell black so that the conservatives would hate it as well. Mm. They wanted everybody. Ironically, they, they wanted everybody to hate this movie. So they're like, all right, well, we maybe know they're th- trying to shoot the moon, right? Like, you just make it so bad. Like the producers, right? They're trying to the producers. It, Tinkerbell, that, man. 
they made a black Tinkerbell, which I don't. What's with the? It's a Black Mermaid. Is that still the people Black or? Little Mermaid? I don't know if that's coming out or it came out already. I don't. I just all like I know the, is that people are really mad about the it. The Lauren Gogurts of the world are really mad, and I'm more mad that they had redheaded in the first one. It's weird because it's like instead of taking white characters or characters that were originally white and making them black, they should just like make new intellectual property. That contains more minorities. But then like they made Encanto, which was all for like the Hispanics, and then people are like, Oh, Encanto's woke trash. So you can't win. You can't you can't shoehorn minorities into existing IP. You can't make new IP featuring minorities. Like racists are gonna be mad either way. Well, sometimes people that are racist just get mad either way, because maybe their whole foundation of life is stupid. Um Fast and the Furious no racist. Those guys are they're, 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 all they do is race cars. They are literally uh, racists. Yeah. <laughs> That's like an Anosh joke from back in the day. Uh, Remember him? I had vaguely. I don't actually. <laughs> I tried. A, I think he's like an up and coming artist now. Mm, I doubt that. Someone offered him Ethereum for it. Ethereum. Is, yep. Which is for not, his terrible painting. Which is not Bitcoin. It's. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you my my thing is it's that a type of big it's a it's a cryptocurrency. I Ethereum. wanted to so for porn stars, I wanted porn stars to sell the pro, like the property rights of their like their nips and bits. I had Ethereum for a while and it, oh, like, yeah? yeah, I bought some of it and then it like lost ninety nine percent of its value. <laughs> uh, I bought this mother's milk stock, but I pumped and dumped it. Okay. <laughs> do you want to do a show? No. I I didn't like Vermouth forever. And We're not going to be able to give this episode to Tony because you've been like casually swearing. I mean, also we can swear. It's it's okay now. I can say fuck right now because it's we're recording in the bunker. I, mean, I can see where you said fuck on our line. See, it's weird that I. Oh yeah, because <laughs> I said it extra loud. Too. Yeah, you can see it right there. And I can our, hit hard keys. High tech computer. Books. Peter Piper picked some spicy peppers. Okay, I know it's pickled peppers, but I've been playing the new Legend of Zelda game, and uh. there's like a spicy pepper in it. That and I've got a whole bunch of them in my inventory You're a right now. Spicy pepper, son of a bitch. Chuck. All right, so the game came out literally a week ago. You were telling me that Nintendo games never go on sale, and I've played it about sixty hours. Okay, first of all, I'm proud that you have this much free time and dedication. Yeah, I have a lot of free time too, but I spend a lot of time being starfish. It, was, on it the wasn't ground. easy. I had to like call out of work a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> I like just. I just gave all my work shifts away. It's the best time of the year not to work. I know this is yeah because it's kind of like slower. Yeah, I I've been playing Zelda. I just got Zelda on my mind, man. I got Zelda on my mind. Uh, there's a Zelda game called I Link's got Awakening. Meat, meats on my mind. I've been uh, smoking a lot of meat lately. Would you? Uh, <laughs> so didn't you tell me that uh, Mattress Firm got a review on like on like Yelp or something and they're like they have the best smoked chicken. Um I'll show it to you and yes, pretty Is much. Is that true? <laughs> yes, absolutely. I'll show it to you. Dude, that's hilarious. They're like sometimes when you go in, they got malasadas and smoked meats. That's <laughs> <laughs> smoked chicken. You <laughs> run a, a smokehouse speakeasy. I did sp- I did uh, smoked loins this week. Yeah. 
So I uh, I marinated them. I Whose loin did you smoke? What was his name? <laughs> <laughs> did you know? So do you ever hear someone who's like a curmudgeon or like an old diva? I know what a curmudgeon is. Well, our audience might not know what uh, it but is. But a curmudgeon is not an old diva. Well, a curmudgeon is like a crotchety jerk McFace. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like um like a cantankerous old hermit. Yeah, or like Todd Berry is a curmudgeon. <laughs> I just think he has social anxiety. I think so. he's a genius. <laughs> and it must suck, actually. He's a very nice guy. Mm. Is he a genius? I mean, probably not. But I mean... He's just a good comedian. I mean, he only works like two hours a day. That's pretty genius. Um, oh. I, I, bought a, I bought a case of the Ferro Rocher's. I know I've, Costco. I've had six of them already. Okay, <laughs> I don't know why you left that out around me. Um, well, it's too big to like fit in the I'm cabinet. I'm kidding. I only had five. <laughs> I because I love Ferro Rocher's. They're and so, so good. Hazelnut. I wasn't eating sugar for like uh, for a couple weeks. La- the last couple weeks, you're on that all uh, and so fried every pork diet. Every time I would go into Costco, I was looking at the Ferro Rocher's, and I was like, not yet. I'm going to save it as a treat for myself. And then I finally broke down and I bought the case of the Ferro Rocher's and I ate 18 of them, 20 of them so far. Ooh. And I, dude, I love Ferro Rocher's. They're so good. I like Ferro They're so Rocher's. fancy. I like the candies that you have to unwrap, you know, or like they're Reese's. individually wrapped. And it that's just, how you know that something's fancy. It when makes you individually like, wrapped. there's a certain part of my testes that tingle when you unwrap them, you know? Yeah. It's, it's like, like Reese's it's like peanut butter everything cups. in a mini bar. Reese's you ever peanut butter eat cups? Any, something out of a mini bar. It makes it's you like feel a, so good. It's, it's like so an expensive. individually wrapped Reese's peanut butter. Bro, cup. I saw. I don't use condoms. It's like an individually wrapped M and M. But I saw condoms at a mini bar, and they were like nine dollars. I'm like, okay, could you please not charge nine dollars for a condom? Like, yeah, but at the same time, nine dollars is way cheaper than having a kid. Yeah, well, which is going to cost you literally like a million dollars. Somebody, I, it's somebody is not using a condom because it was eight extra dollars. That's how they get you, man. That's how they get you. That's uh, that's the Christian run mini bars. What's the sexiest thing you to, like to the, unwrap? The Catholics are trying to trick you into. <laughs> yeah, like the property of the mini bars are owned by the Catholic Church. <laughs> the Mormons put the Bible in the in the thing. It's Gideon's, but bro. The Gideons put the Bible in the thing. I learned that from the song Rocky Raccoon by Rocky the Beatles. Rocky Raccoon <laughs> came into a room. But the Christians own the mini bars. Gideon's Bible. Dude, did you hear that uh, the Catholic Church... The Catholic Church got a bunch of those payday loans. Not payday loans. What was the thing during COVID? I wish the Catholic Church got payday loans. What was the, the PP, payday loans? The is PPV like the people loans? who go to church. Yeah, the Catholic the the Catholic Church probably owns a bunch of payday loan places. <laughs> yeah. What, like, were the, what were the what were the PPV loans? Didn't Jesus directly say not to do all this stuff? Yeah. Well, all, Jesus also said not to molest little kids, and we see how that worked out. Yeah. Oh. But the, oh, the, the know, Catholic Church oh, got a bunch of PPV loans, about. and then they used it to pay lawyers for their pedophile defenses. Yeah. In fact, they used some money in Philadelphia to lobby against. Not so, they were trying to change the law of the statute of limitations. Yeah. Yeah. They were trying to change the statute like, of limitations. Oh, you know how when people are adults and they start going through therapy, they unlock secrets of their past life that their psyche may have buried. And we then, don't want to be held accountable for yeah, things that we did. Or like, who knew that in 2001 it was wrong to take a kid that did, had nowhere to go after school and, and just rail them? <laughs> like, who knew where to go with that? It's like, yeah. You know? 
There, there was no way of knowing that that was wrong. Yeah. Now, where here's an, uh, the unsung heroes, right? Hold though? on. Speaking of speaking of wacky Christians, okay. can we talk about Awaken America? Awake in America? Awaken America. What is that? It's AA. No, it's Awaken America is this like... Okay, AA is slightly religious. It's this like stupid. Awaken, Awaken America is like this weird like Christian nationalist, like Christo-fascist group. Okay. Same thing. And them and another group, which is called like Pastors for Trump or something like that. Oh, yeah. Right, it's right, right, it's right, one right, of those right. like crazy right-wing conspiracy groups. They recently had... A, an event where they got together at one of Trump's properties. It was like the like a Bonnaroo of white Christian nationalists mm, okay. slash fascists. <laughs> and somebody I from Awaken America Bonnaroo is going in a couple years anyway, right? <laughs> somebody like, from Awaken so, America. So heard, this is a Trumpapalooza. She's a she's a priestess or or quote unquote prophet. Okay, so here's the problem though, because real right wing Christian Americans know that women should not be priests. Real right wing Christian conservatives. Well, they don't call her. No, she doesn't call that, herself a priest. She calls herself a prophet, and she looks like she looks like if Caitlyn Jenner was a Jewish grandmother. So her name's Amanda Grace, and. She was speaking out. Uh, she was. Re- she looks like a tranny, during the, and her during, name's a man. Dur- <laughs> she's a man, duh. So this was from Amanda Grace, who was a quote-unquote prophet of the Awaken America movement. <sighs> Have you seen Righteous Gemstones this season? No, I haven't seen the new season. So it's she suggested great. that warfare will be both spiritual and physical, and that the what? enemies will be unfamiliar involving strange seducing spirits. I have never seen more images of more mermaids and water people in my life, Grace told the crowd, elaborating that these aquatic forces are a division of the kingdom of darkness. Hold on, is she like just reading the Iliad for the first time? Underscoring the danger, Grace insisted the that The sirens these... on the beach, Vincent Foti, the women, the, the ladies of the water. Grace insisted that these mer people are highly technologically advanced. Mer- we have to understand the rules of engagement in spiritual warfare, and we are meant for hand-to-hand combat. Mer! I don't want to do hand-to-hand combat with mermaids because they have tried. Hold on, I don't want a hand, but it's you can't do foot-to-foot conduct with them. Oh well, it'd be foot-to-fin, hand, hey, hand-to-fin combat. That's how you get hoof-to-mouth disease. That's <laughs> how you okay, get fin-to-mouth disease. Where's the? So all first right. of all, you you know that mermaids are real, right, Chuck? Okay, so that documentary about mermaids is a fucking fake, Vincent Fody. No, it's not. It's a fake documentary. There's a was documentary on... about the documentary being faked. <laughs> was that on? Was it National Geographic or Discovery? It was Discovery. Who? Was it Discovery? Yeah. So if you guys have never heard of this, yeah, Geo's Dis- got fucking class, baby. Discovery? No, they don't. Dis- they got they're... erect African nipples. Discovery. <laughs> Discovery Nat released. Geo's got poverty porn. Discovery Discovery released a real documentary <laughs> about how like mermaids were real, and it was absolutely ridiculous. And then some girl that I worked with, remember the girl that ripped her finger off? Yeah, and she ran away, and she no, ran no, she over was, a fence. She was drunk, and she was hopping a fence, and, and she got her ring, ring cut and caught in the fence, and it ripped her finger. It off. It ripped her finger off, or the the medical term for that is degloved. <laughs> I know it is gross. So um, I think the biggest so she, problem, and though, she told me she's like, you know that mermaids are real, right? And I was like, no, they're not. <laughs> and she's like, no, I saw this documentary. I'm like, no. And then I watched the documentary. I was like, this is absurd. Remember the documentary about rods? Yes. <laughs> okay. Or did you? Or did you ever see the the video about the rod of God? 
which is a kinetic. Oh, the Rod of weapon. God is super cool. Yeah, Rod of God is pretty cool. Rod of God would be a great like hardcore band name. So if you if the Rod of God is if you have a telephone pole filled of like the dentist, like a titanium Earth, telephone pole, but you just denser, drop it from space and, and it just it creates a bomb because of kinetic energy. Not kinetic potential. energy, exactly. Potentials before it gets released, but kinetic is it gets released. That's right. So we all know Tele- where telekinesis Antarctica is when you is, move things, right? Uh, do you know that that uh, Antarctica <laughs> literally means like no bears, like the Arctic means bears. Like Arcus is like the Greek word for bear, mm-hmm. and so the Arctic is the word for is like Greek polar for because bears. there's because there's bears there. The bears. And Antarctica is no bears because no there's bears, no bears baby. down there. There's no bears in Antarctica. Yeah, it's bear but of bear. There is. An area of Antarctica called Rothschild Island. Ooh, that's where the Rothschilds and that's live, also and that's where the Jews create all the money. Near the part of Antarctica where it's getting warmer underneath the surface, and it's actually Antarctica in that one very small specific area is getting smaller. So that's where the ancient aliens live. When are we gonna fight the mermaids? Because I'm just concerned oh about my this. God. First because of if all, you think about it, she's right. I want Vegas odds on mermaid fighting, dude. There, if you think about it, right, Chuck? I bet you right. I could fucking fight a mermaid. There's been a lot of mermaid and sea people stuff lately, right? There's been the the Black Little Mermaid. There was way more mermaid made, stuff in the 1990s. Well, no, there was Ariel the Little Mermaid. There was a, an That's Irish it. movie about like they found like like oil or coal in Ireland. <gasps> Tom Hanks was in that mermaid movie, right? What yeah, was that splash. Called, and yeah, and then the, that person is also and she, a porn he was star. seduced by a mermaid. But I recently we had Jason Momoa played Aquaman. Oh, and we know how handsome shit. he is. We already talked about this. Rick and Morty had a mermaid merman episode too. Oh yeah, where they went to Atlantis. I don't think mermaids are more prevalent now though. Like in the and the new Avatar movie was one of the highest grossing movies of all time, and that was all about water people. Yeah, that movie was gross. Do you know about? Did you ever hear the legend about the sea people? Oh, so there's like in the Bronze Age. Theoretically, a group of sea people, like people Actually, from the I'm sea, really, I'm really glad you brought this up into the forty. Like the sea people came on boats and invaded. Yeah, so we're talking the second area, like of the, the Mediterranean Egyptian, of the Egyptian kingdom. Yeah, and that was like the fall of the the Egyptian kingdom during the during the, the yes, Bronze Age. the sea people. And, and if you want to know about the sea people, they allude to the sea people in uh, our favorite cartoon show, Primal. Oh yeah, that's true. That's they do the sea, yeah, dude. That is Come the sea on, people. it's an illusion to the sea people. Also, if you love Bronze Age fairy tales, <sighs> you're gonna love this book called The Bible. <laughs> it's all these crazy, kooky fairy tales about uh, the Bronze Age, and it, it it was all written during the Bronze Age. It's great. You guys gotta mm. check it out if you've never heard of it. It's, it's a bestseller. So also, I was in a band prophet. called the Sea People. So full and disclosure. You had an, an an article written about you. Full disclosure, I was in a band called the Sea People, which was a punk cover band, and um, we, South we Park covered songs. South Park songs. And You're we famous. were we were picked up and uh, talked about by the AV Club. We were. You're li- famous, Vincent Fodi. This is why you're my co-host. the AV Club wrote an article about us, and that was my claim to fame. This isn't your claim to fame, you goddamn biscuit bitch. <laughs> you biscuit eater. <laughs> Quiet, you sons of biscuit eaters. What happened to the oh, biscuit actually, clip from, from Law and Order Sexual Victim Unit? I, I don't know where that is. Come on! But we have a, a long-lost biscuit clip. Hold on, listen to You're this. You're a long-lost biscuit clip. Drop the biscuit. Ooh, Whoa! That's, that's friend of the show, Dr. Dre. 
from? Remember that uh, that Dr. Dre Eminem song? Drop the biscuit. Wow. Yeah, that Holy was uh, smokes. not over this shit. Stop. Drop the biscuit. It's a uh, Muppet that song. Christmas Carol. What's that? Was, that? Oh, that was. The, uh, the, those buttons doesn't no even work. work. It doesn't even work. I had to delete some of the sound effects to make space. But do you remember the Muppet Christmas Bend Carol? Bend over, Abigail May, because here comes a gravy pipe. Do you remember? Stop touching it. Do you remember during? <laughs> <laughs> I just brushed Chuck's hand away. You from shooed set. me away shooed like away. A, a fly at a food truck. Do you remember when we for our Christmas episode? Where we did the the Christmas movie sound effects? Yes, we and, did. yeah, yeah. Is that and, the Grinch is on there. Yeah, exactly. Where I played the the Christmas sound clips, and you had to tell me what movie it was from. That was when Ted was on the show, and I brought in a thermos full of gravy. The, remember that? Yes, I do. That was a great you day. Doctors have been telling us to drink eight glasses of gravy a day, and we do. The man you trusted isn't wavy gravy at all. You're on a gravy train with biscuit wheels. You Thanks for listening to the biscuits and gravy Shush, show. You don't usually get the work soundboard. You want to hit a couple other more sound clips? I do want to hit it, but I want to hit this one don't, right don't here. Don't touch anything Christmas related. We've All already right. Ah, uh, Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd. <sighs> Still the best 420 I've had in ages, man. We <laughs> ate smoked wheat. We drank a bottle of whistle pig. We half drank- a bottle of Oban. We drank a lot of whistle pig that night, and we did eat like the family platter of smoked meats from Fat Daddy's. Do you want to do that tonight? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else did we do? We watched Pineapple Express, and we cocaine watched Cocaine Bear, Dark si- and cocaine, cocaine Bear, Bear, and Dark Side of the Moon. Think that we Wizard of Oz. What a great night! Do you- There's a war in Turkmenistan about beards, Vincent Foti. I don't want to talk about beards. I want to talk about tam- tamarind. Jaritos. Oh my god! So first of all, what's your favorite ta- flavor of Jaritos? Ooh, I don't know. Tamarind's a good one. I, don't know. I know. You know, it's weird. They don't sell it anywhere. Remember that that place in North Kihei, the the place, Super Rica, right behind the mattress district in North <laughs> Kihei. <laughs> yes, I do. It's behind the batting cages. So There's, there was a. It was like um, a Brazilian pl- slash roasted, Mexican place. Roasted, not roasted chili. Sorry, um, La Poblano sells it. Sells it tamarind now. Oh, do they? Yep. Yeah, it's yeah, it's uh, it's kind of hard to find. Like even anywhere you, I go, tamarind that is that sells Doritos soda that's not orange flavored. It's guys. not. It's not orange or orange flavored. It's no. like cr- it's tamarind is kind of orange. It's like a tan color. Tan. They should call it tamarind. No, it's so tam- it's not fucking tan so, the way ta- khakis are tan. No, it's like a cream colored soda. It's no, it's, it's like fucking brown. way more orange color. No, when was the last tam- time you saw tamarind? So when I was at the Mexican restaurant that we're talking so about. So tamarind is like a cream color soda, and I gotta <sighs> tell you, they have it. So I never saw this before, but apparently they orange, they the make like orange. they make like liters of Jaritos. And so I was where's at the, Walmart. Where's the bong at? I was at Walmart and they had liters of Jaritos and like, they had the tamarind flavor. A liter. So if you've never had tamarind, if you've never had tamarind flavored anything, tamarind is um it's kind it's of like a sugarcane flavor. I'd say it's mm-hmm. like kind of like a cream soda slash sugarcane flavor, and it's got a, a hint of citrus to it. It's really good. Tamarind's too unique to describe on a podcast format. It's too good. It's like, how do you describe red velvet on a podcast? It's, it's, not, it's not quite chocolate. It's red. But it's sooner. See, look, that's a picture of tamarind soda. It's like a brown color. It's not orange. You're thinking of orange soda. See? I may be thinking of orange soda. <laughs> I know for a fact. You're thinking of orange soda. You know who loves orange soda? Kel. 
Didn't I buy you it, Terrence? Wait, are we at the 50-minute mark? Well, I think 18 minutes of that is me making a Manhattan in your kitchen. No, I paused it during that. I don't think so. How long have we been talking about Russian oligarch beards? You know what, Today's show is brought to us by Topher Grace's Etiquette School. When you go for Grace, call Topher Grace. If there's not enough homoerotic movies, then everyone gets mad, you know? And today's show is also brought to us by Winona Ryder's Horses. When you're looking for something to mount, think about Winona Ryder. <laughs> I would do stranger things to her. All right, you ready for uh, Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo? Oh, that's not going to be one thing, one thing only. It is time for the penultimate, no, the zenith. The ultimate part of the Biscuits and Gravy Show, which is Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. <sighs> buffalo sound. All right, so Vince, this is where I prove that I'm the smartest buffalo in the room. All you biscuitiers, all you gravy gals, all you biscuit of the month aficionados. This is when Chuck tries to prove that he's the smartest buffalo in the room. You can catch us 24 hours a day at BiscuitWorst.com. And I told you earlier that you have a banked point. I do. What was it for, though? It was, uh, it was for, I don't remember. Was it it's for? It's been a long day. For seal. Knowing that Seoul was the capital of South Korea? Seoul? It might have been for Seoul was the capital of South Korea. I don't remember. Did what I say the, North Korea? Do you, dis, you said North Korea. All right. Because I'm getting blacked out. All right. Our first question <laughs> comes from Micah in San Diego, California. Micah sent this one, and he <laughs> wants to know, <laughs> what country was the Caesar salad invented? America. What country? I know they think it's Italy. <laughs> Everybody thinks it was Rome because it was invented by like but Caesar, Mexico, like yeah. Caesar Augustus. No, it's actually by a Mexican. C- Cesar. C- yeah. All right. Why didn't you say that the first time? Because it was in. It, I don't think it was actually invented in Mexico. I think he was a Mexican, and it was invented in California. No, he had restaurants north and south of the border, but the actual the actual restaurant that he was working at the night that he made up the Caesar salad was in Tijuana. Oh no way! Well, good thing I. We'll said give you a Mexico. point for Mexico. All right. Yeah. Our second question comes from Teresa in Minneapolis, Minnesota, part of the Mival. What was it called? Mimal. Mimal states. It's all the it's the man that goes up and down the Mississippi River. Minnesota, Iowa. Uh Frank L. Baum wrote what famous novel in nineteen hundred? It was turned into a movie and we watched it on four twenty. Uh he wrote The Wizard of Oz. Oh, it was Cocaine Bear. No, of course it was The Wizard of Oz. Which did you know there's twenty eight Wizard of Oz movies? Really? There's so many. Yeah, I'm sure they just kept. They probably just kept making it until they nailed it. Well, no, no, they and did. After they, did they a nailed couple, it, they started. And they did the one in the 40s, but they kept doing. So there's like, there's like sequels to the books and there's sequels to the movie. It's they're not mm. good. None of them. All right, our third question is always a sports question because, as you know, sports is Chuck's Achilles hoof. <laughs> sports is stupid. This was sent in by Philip from Pukalani. Philip wants to know Monaco. Grand Prix is a race in what form of racing? What type of racing is Monaco, Monaco Grand Prix is Formula One racing? That is absolutely correct. And uh, you got like four I got all of them, three. bro, because I'm the smartest man alive. Well, you, had, you had a bank point. You had a you had a bank point, so you had four out of three. And you know what they say? Four out of three ain't bad. And that also means that that's the end of our show. But not the end of biscuits and gravy. Oh, baby.
That's right. We are the Biscuit Boys. We can catch us 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year from our corporate headquarters, which is BiscuitWars.com. So you we are fighting the good wars against the Biscuits. You can listen to all of our past episodes at BiscuitWars.com. BiscuitWars.com. You can also listen to all of our episodes if you go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. RSS feeds, and we are on channel 55. Uh, you have to look up Biscuits and Gravy 808, and you can also watch us Wednesdays at channel 55, and listen to us if you're in the greater Maui area. And Saturdays, on channel Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday K-K-U. mornings. At 2 in the morning, uh, from till 5 in the morning, they play repeats of us. That's the Biscuit Block on KAKU. We're the only people producing content for them. Yep, so we are most of the network. And now that the WGA is on strike, we're like literally the only people making content at all. That's right. We are writers, baby. So we're sorry that this episode was a little late. Chuck had eye issues. Chuck has like a cataract or something. It's the worst. It was all the stuff. You don't want But But now he's all better, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Same time, same place, same Chris Biscuit. From me to you, hello. hello. <laughs> <laughs> Vincent Foti, do you want some of this bong? I already had some, thank you. And for me to you, aloha. Aloha. <laughs>